and we are live. Yeah. We are here to rock. Mm -hmm. What's up, y'all? Yes, here to drink coffee and talk about stuff. Yeah, that's what we do. That's how we roll. What are we drinking today, sir? All right, combo platter. Combo platter, cold brew. Um, but what was like sort of left of my forehand roastery stuff. So there's a little bit of Sumatran. Okay. A little bit of signature blend. A little bit of honey process. So that, yeah, yeah. So like a little infinity jar kind of. Pretty much. There's like a, I was doing that with my beans. Like I would save like the last tail end of beans and I would put them in a thing. It was like an infinity jar thing or whatever. Ooh. It's like, I've learned that concept from bourbon people. Like they get the decanters oh. like I was mm -hmm. talking about. They like yeah. put the end of their bottle in a decanter and like, it just like kind of fills and like changes throughout because it like blends all sorts of different shit. Ooh. So like, it's a cool concept. That's Apply really it to coffee. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. I like the infinity jar yeah. idea. It's cool, but yeah, that's basically um, how I've been doing cold press a lot lately. Mm -hmm. As I just kind of, I'll mix either mix and match, or I'll just take what's left of like little sample packs. Yeah, and just mix and match that way, so it ends up being something different every time. Just shows you how much versatility there is with coffee. <clears throat> oh, I mean, certainly. on a roaster perspective, like they like do crazy weird little small batch roasts and then like kind of give them out as like a small thing not necessarily selling them but like then yeah. you're putting them into an even bigger pot of something else you know mm -hmm. like of ultimate possibility Ooh. It smells nice it smells nice and light mm -hmm. this is nice very light beautiful yeah nice mouthfeel yeah not that dry mouthfeel that you get Mm -mm, sometimes good. with like certain iced coffees like iced espresso and stuff i'll get very quick dry mouth yeah i think they filter it man i think that's why you get the dry mouth mm -hmm. this is not filtered so i did a little different this time i just put it in a pitcher like you know like a plastic iced tea pitcher mm -hmm. or whatever i just put the beans in there and put the water in there and put that in the fridge and then i put my little uh, strainer over top of this guy and poured it over that to get the sweet to get the beans out and I like it. I think it worked out really well. I mean, you can make more. Yeah. And it worked out nice. Yep. I'm very happy. Looks good. Smells good. Tastes good. Mm-hmm. And these are all the four hands blends? Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little sipper. That's okay. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Banana so, looking solid. More flowerage. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, the other flower opened up. Yep. And then a big giant leaf opened up over top of the first flower. Yeah, so yeah. I might have to cut that leaf. But it was funny, I watched it happen just sort of slowly and boom, yesterday yeah. afternoon sometime it popped open on it. That's awesome. I might have to chop it off. That's sweet. <clears throat> uh, but got my, well I saw them yesterday, but Brandon dropped off the cheesecakes. Ooh. Got three cheesecakes from Slice and they all look phenomenal. Dang, three. Uh, That's amazing. They're hand delivered in these nice little packages, you know, mm -hmm, ready yeah. to go. So shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Slice. Go get yourself some cheesecake. Yeah, Slice. He's Tremendous. I'm so excited. It's my niece's birthday. Well, it was her birthday yesterday, but we're celebrating Saturday. So oh. I'm bringing the cakes. You are going to be the, the hit of the party, man. Yep. Got a cookie, horchata, and Nutella. It's like oh, limited edition. Dude, the horchata. Yeah. Dude. That's cool. The only man. place I've had like good horchata was the this little Mexican place next across the street from Amy's Donuts on Georgesville. Ooh, the joint with the bullet holes in the window. Yeah, yeah. Love that place. Great horchata. And what's the rose, it's not rose water, but the red water, that's hibiscus. Oh, I know um, what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but that's super good too. Mm -hmm. um, 
They have coconut water there. It's so good. Mm. Uh, love that place. Shout out to uh, La Super Torta. The place is so good. Oh, very cool, man. Uh, I love that place. They have Trace Leche's cake, oh, nice. which which the lady who owns it makes, and she charges like three hundred bucks a cake because it's that good. Dang. Um, and people pay totally it without it. even questioning it. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Ah. So shout out to La Super Torta. Go there. Mm. Also, shout out to your clothing selection. Dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Mike got man capris now. Wearing, I got. Uh, I wear the man capris. You know, I, I mean, I have so many pairs of sweatpants. Just pull them up. Good to go. Yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> but my mother picked us up a gargoyles bro tank, and what? it is phenomenal. That is amazing. If anyone knows my fanaticism with gargoyles. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Tremendous. I believe you can watch it on YouTube. That's where I've watched it recently. Um, I, don't know if I it's think still it's available. on Disney Plus. Is it? Okay, cool. So yeah, this is Disney because yeah, um, whatever. I didn't know who owned it at first. I didn't know who Disney, did it. So eventually, Disney owns everything. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. The mouse wants everything. Mouse has it all. Um, but yeah, it's been a tremendous week, man. Got a lot of good training in. Just everything was pretty good. Nice. You know, very smooth. Right. Very positive. Good deal. How's your week? I'm doing all right, man. I've been I haven't been sleeping well. I can't string two nights two nights of good sleep together right oh, now. Oh shit, huh? I've been sleeping like a rock. It's weird. I don't know what happened, man. I gave you my insomnia. I just normally I don't wake up and stuff, but yeah, this week it's been rough. <laughs> Last night I was sleeping great, and then all of a sudden, like I woke up middle of the night, and I'm like, why the hell am I awake? Shit. And then I could like feel everything. I think I was like overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the hell? Ah, dude, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's very weird to wake up. Mm -hmm. uh, it is feel like, like a vulnerable feeling. You're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. I don't know. But now nah, I'm good. I went back to sleep. I'm good. It's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't had any all-nighters recently. Mm. That's good. That's real good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like usually, like sometimes I'll I'll get too hot, and that's what'll spark me up. And I think like, that's what I, that one of the things that put me did me. Yeah. I didn't turn my ceiling fan on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dude, I gotta I, have the, the regretted it. Yeah, I'm the motherfucker that'll sit there with the windows open in December to sleep. Like Brooke hates it. Like, I would if I could, man. I got her yeah. weighted blankets, heaters. I'm like, I can't. Like when it's this time of year, I got to mm. do it. Like oh. I love it. <laughs> like I sleep so well. Um, she mm. suffers through the the internal indoor winters for me. So. <laughs> oh, I appreciate love, it. Yep. Love. Boy. She, I mean, now even like she'll have a blanket on in the house. I'm like, how? It's not that hot. I'm weird that like that too. If I'm laying down, I got to cover up, no matter what the temperature. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like to be without covers. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it's the monsters, obviously. I mean, I mean <laughs> God, gotta be fucking. Yeah, no matter creature. how hot it is, like I'll put a blanket on. Just have a blanket on me all the time, mm -hmm. but I don't not, not that I'm cold, and just I like to have a blanket yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, her her mom actually got me this cooling blanket, like it's Ooh. specifically like a cooling, like very thin and very. It is very. It works really well. Uh, and it actually got me too cold at one point because like I had awesome. the fan blowing on me and that, and like it cool. I was like almost frigid, so I had to uh, <laughs> all the heat out of my get body. the actual yeah. comforter on me. Nice. But yeah, man. Uh, you trained this week? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, didn't do any jujitsu yet. Still haven't found a way to integrate that back into my life. Mm -hmm. My daughter went back to jujitsu. She had a ball. Good. It was fun. And they're uh, downstairs. They redid the downstairs. Sweet. So it's that nice. It's much cooler down there. Nice, nice. 
so it kind of took a um a barrier away of i wish like one summer they had a daytime kids kids class i remember you doing that god that was awesome yeah yeah like we'd go to that every day and then i'd train after and it was great right and then they don't have it they don't have it right now Mm -hmm. and um like that's a big barrier to going to class. Like it's gonna be hot. I don't know. I think right, it's, it's right. hot in there, man. It is. But then, like, nah, they redid the downstairs. So much cooler. Now it's it's like you can like you found we found the line of where the do you go for, when you start to go down the ramp. There's literally like it's like walking through a curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. all of a sudden you're like, that's the barrier, whoa. and you feel it like instantly with each like foot. It's the, the temperature drops that's a awesome. degree. It's nuts. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, that is a barrier, like heat. Um, because we, like, I've been, we've been alternating gi and no gi weeks, so oh, like nice. that way I can, I get to spend more time teaching that specific thing. Mm-hmm. Sort of selfish in a way, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it gets Selfish-y. everyone doing the, the thing Selfish-y longer. Selfishly expanding your education. Yeah, yeah. Um, but spending more time than I get to look at gi and no gi. But then like flip the gi week, it's hot as fuck. Nobody shows up. It's like. They're gonna find a way not to do game. <laughs> Lame. I got you all the week. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we have sort of the opposite. You go upstairs, obviously it's hot as fuck. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know the loft. So. Yeah. You want to cut some weight going the ML. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. I love, I love that though. Oh yeah. I love the train and the oppressive heat. That's yeah, like I uh, like it. That's sort of discomfort. Like I feel like almost cheated like if i go to like a gym and it's air conditioned or something like i hate it dude feel like you're taking something away from me a little bit yeah <laughs> I, I, that's exactly how i feel i train i've trained in one air conditioned gym in my life and i hated every second of it it was just cold in there all the time yeah like it was just rough. well funny like mjolnir was cold because it was in the side of a mountain and it was iceland and it's in a cave so that's like awesome. it's naturally chilly that's super cool, so though. that's a different story because like that's some natural shit dope yeah the ac is just kind of some cheating bullshit yeah know? I like, especially going into the heat and then coming back into AC and appreciating it that way. I mean, like, damn, that's nice. Go to the Target. They got the nicest AC. They do. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I'm cool with that. But, like, I don't like to train in it. No. I can't do it. I'd, I'd rather just be, just let it be hot. Open up the garage door that's attached to all gyms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be it's fine. like, you don't got a garage door. I don't know if you're in a gym. They're not a real gym, <laughs> man. Uh, like, just do that. Yeah, this week it was there was virtually no cloud. Like there was zero rain. Well, no, it rained for a little bit. It rained just a touch. Just a touch. Like, yeah. uh, and like the one afternoon, I like looked outside as I was rolling. I was like, what the fuck? And then it stopped. Yeah. So, just enough to like evaporate into the air and get thick. You know. Yeah. But it's been a hot week, man. It's been yeah. kind of nuts. It's nice today, though. Yeah, it's real nice. Yeah, uh, we got the spot. The humidity kind of. Paper down a little. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are we getting into today? Like, oh man, I don't know what you, what you got this week. What are you thinking? I don't know. I'm I've been watching a yellow jacket crawling in my chair. I'm yeah, like, sure. God damn. Yo, whatever. Uh, but but I, I started rereading Call of the Wild. Ooh. Like uh, Jack London was like my favorite author when I was a kid. Like when I was young, uh, and like my teacher said, I was like super weird. Like, because I like started getting into that, sh- that like very early, and like started like writing about it early and shit, like in and like assignments and stuff. They're like, what the fuck? Time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I guess, but I was, that's what I was interested in. But like that, and like, um, I like White Fang personally. So, like, that was like the first person that I got like 
into outside of their work. Like, I read about him. Like, yeah, Jack Lund is a cool dude. Mm -hmm. you know? He's super cool and, and yeah. morphine addict, you know. I well, mean, yeah, I mean. The yeah. best writers are, you know. Everyone's addicted to something. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's addicted to something. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just writes a lot about, like, just the primitive aspect and, like, kind of returning to nature and, you know. Um, a lot That's of it's an interesting concept because at least Jack Lennon did it from personal experience. Mm -hmm. Um, article I've read recently, it was really funny. Um, well, not funny, it was interesting. It was basically, um, uh, like the real life version of Lord of the Flies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I hate Lord of the Flies, mm -hmm. I hate that book, I hate that movie. Um, like, I can't watch it. Yeah, like, I've watched it once. I've never read the book. I think I started to, and I was like, fuck this. Nah. <laughs> I never liked it, like, at all. It just makes me sick. Like, yeah, we literally. read it, and I just didn't enjoy it because they were forcing uh, me to read it. But you know. Yeah, like, it's not cool. And then, you know, I was thinking about it. And what I don't like about it is it implies that, like, being – well, A, why does everyone get evil? I think that's just stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. Yeah. And I, I don't get why people would do that shit. But then, like, why is being tribal be, supposed to be primitive? Yeah. Never understood yeah. that either. Like, that's some sort of regression. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. All right. I, so, like, I hated that. Well, then I read this article about these kids. Um, it was down in Australia. And um, they were, they, we're on this boat and hit a storm and got marooned on a fucking island for a year. And <laughs> it was like it was like seven. I think there was like six or seven of them, and like one of them broke his leg, and they set the bone and set him up, and then they just made fun of him because he get to live like a king for the next day, six <laughs> weeks while we're doing all the work, and yeah, they just yeah. laugh about it. And they said like when they finally got found. Like they had a whole little city built mm -hmm. and they were growing food and they were just happy. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just having a ball, man. Just like they, but they were working and they were doing stuff and the kid's leg had healed perfectly and everyone was just great friends and just, you know, making the best of a shitty situation. Yeah. Turning it into a, they didn't, they didn't situation. like turn on each other and eat each other. Or right, right. Right. It wasn't that. And I, I never, I never really thought about it. And it talked a lot about Lord of the flies of how that was just a bunch of made up shit. Right. Like it's just one fucked up guy's book. Yeah, exactly. Perception. And how it became this weird thing about, you know, the you know this this example of the you know the like, evil of humanity. I'm like, it's it's a made up story. Right. It's not real. It's not right. an example of anything. There is no example to pull from. Cause yeah. It, yeah. And so like I was like, finally I found a real example. Okay. Uh, and it proved to be way better. <laughs> and it was way better. It was so super positive. Everyone happy. Great. I mean, yeah. But then you play that situation out ten times with ten different people every time or something. Now, if you're gonna mix in some asshole and it'll turn into something weird, maybe I don't maybe. know. Maybe you never know. But maybe that's just for the sake of plot. Sure. Like that's a boring television show. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, maybe you can put some cool music on that. It's more like a ten minute YouTube video than like but, um, a, like a show or something. It's hard, <laughs> it's, like, it's hard to make a good drama out of happiness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe people just want to read about that type of conflict or something. Conflict. Or simply embracing that, like the shadow side and mm -hmm. that aspect. I mean, isn't indulging that indulging like, in it? That's why I tell my daughter all the time: is we keep our drama on television. Yeah, like we read exciting books and we watch like like dramatic television. You like, can so indulge in it that way and then step away. Yeah, so you, you don't, don't have, have to, to live exist it. in it. Yeah, yeah. That's Some very, people exist in it. Yeah, you don't want to exist in it. That's no fun. But to, to get a taste of it, have a you know, sort of mirrored experience 
and then move on with your happiness. You got through your got through all that. You want some more? I'm so good right now. Right. If I get too much ahead of me, I'll start shaking and shit and sweating. So yeah, I keep it in my acceptable caffeine limit. You know. I got you. I got you. The cold brew gets out of hand because I just slam it. You know. Uh, yes. Yeah, and that's why that. I drink my shit super hot because like it makes easy. me sip it. Yeah. It makes you sip it if it's not hot. And yeah, if it's hot, yeah. Slam it otherwise. Because mm -hmm. like Brooke and I'll get like nitros or whatever, and I'm like three sips. I'm like, dude, I can't. I gotta like... make some nitro. I might <sighs> use what's left. Oh of yeah, you have the, the fucking tiger keg. Yeah, I haven't figured out how to do really well yet though. It's not. Yeah. It's not awesome yet. I gotta practice. Wipe out, wipe out. You know. Well, but I'm getting better. A couple stripes. Yeah. But oh, nitro, dude. Mm. Yeah, like the. I mean, Starbucks Nitro, I think, is great. Like, I give their Starbucks some good, shit man. sometimes, but uh, their Nitro's good. But then, like, um, Crimson Cup, Crimson the cacao name, dude, like, that shit's so good. Yeah, that's the best. Up. That's where I discovered the Nitro. Yeah, yeah that shit's good. They're amazing. Um, but, yeah, like, living in drama and living in action and living in that, like... It's tiring. It's tiring, yeah. Very, very you know... Well, sponging. The other thing that um, all right. So I guess we found a topic for today. The other thing that sparked my memory of that was uh, Kingdoms on Netflix now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just want to, if you have time. Netflix, watch season three at your own peril. Uh, you've seen the first two seasons. Yeah. And the, it, the third is on Netflix. Oh yeah, they're all okay. on. But I'm just saying, because season two ends and it's pretty wide open, kind of, and you can sort of make that what you want in your head. It's kind of fuzzy now. Okay. Okay, I'm just, you might want to start I'll probably have to rewatch it, yeah. But, I'm just going to warn you. That was a good show. Frank Grillo. Frank Beast Grillo. Mode. Freaking Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Out of nowhere. The guy who plays, um, who's his brother? Um, and, um, uh, yeah, I haven't thought about it in a while. I think it was Nick. Mickey? Is that his name? What? Mickey? Is that his name? His Mickey. brother? Oh, oh, his, oh, um, oh, uh, his Jonathan Tucker's his real name. Yeah. Um, I can't think of his character's name. Yeah, Jay. Jay. Jay Kalina. Mickey. Yes. The fuck. <laughs> and then, um, um, who's the other dude that went to jail that's got the destroyer on his chest? He was on Friday Night Lights, and I didn't recognize him uh, from Friday Night Lights. I didn't watch that. I love that show. The show. I never watched The movie sucks. But, um, I like the movie. I don't like the movie. It was movie. old school. The, movie, the show is amazing. And I didn't like the movie. It was just, I don't know, something about it was off for me. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. It doesn't suck. It's just not my no, I mean, version. Whatever. <laughs> but no, the, the show was phenomenal. Like whatever you want. But um, he's also amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Everybody on that show. That's such an unbelievable show. But you talk about like keeping your drama on television. Yeah. Oh. Because that is a show both you will watch it and be like, oh my God, I don't ever want that to happen to me. And you also watch it and be like, that's totally a, a proper weight cutting day. Mm -hmm. I've done that. Or I've, that's training, yeah. I know exactly. I know what that feels like. Or you yeah. see someone gets to ship you out of in a fight. You're like, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that was legit. Yeah, that, the feelings, the everything you went through. Yeah, that was on point. Yeah. And then something else happens. You're like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's why like that <laughs> show is kind of funny because it can zap you back to certain things. Yeah, like, it totally. Yeah. Because again, about like not living in that dramatic aspect. Like you still do it. So like that's why I'm like repellent of it. Yeah. But then you see it in a show or something you read about it or read about some other gym's shit you're like, like eh. in like a well yeah a well depicted story that you can identify with and you're a little bit you're like oh, well, i'm not doing that shit anymore and also you're like it kind of brings you back yeah yeah 
Uh, but that also like puts me into perspective when like I'm watching something else that I don't understand about some other culture, some other mm-hmm. sport mm-hmm. or whatever, and like they're this is like I watched a show about like figure skating and like That's the weird in depth shit. shit behind that. Yeah, it's super intense and like people fuck each other up and like insane shit can happen. Like stuff you don't even think about. Like, Just falling down on ice, period. Well, like insane. spinning around, like you might cut them. Like you might oh, yeah. fucking sever an artery really Leg quick. Flies out. Even, yeah, <laughs> like someone's dead. Just something really you don't even think about it like mm-hmm. they do um, have swords on their feet yeah and they're yeah. swinging each other around yeah and flying and shit on ice so yeah shit's bound to happen that's a wild sport. um but that talk about living in a in drama like that show i forget what it's called oh um spinning out uh, uh it's okay insane. i mean dresses like mental health and all this stuff within sports and all that. it's pretty intense but like cool. a little darker too definitely darker but I, I like that i like especially as sport things that get a little mm-hmm. bit dark because it's more real oh yeah no it gets like pretty dark when and especially like in the sport sense like yeah because so. like especially high level elite level sports get you get your seriously dark moments oh yeah it, well it, it addresses like coaches being inappropriate oh, and like it gets nuts man uh, like their mother is bipolar etc like there's a lot of things being addressed like mm-hmm. um yeah, athletes are usually let alone just the stress of being a high level athlete. Yeah, the stress of a high level athlete, but like, that's never addressed. But also, they're never seen as people; it's just seen as the person playing the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and is very that's rarely the thing. you get to see not just how they got there, but how they stay there. The main girl <laughs> in it is like very like pined over for her, like her, her skills and stuff, and like it's weird to see like people approach them because like there's not a ton of money in it, or like you know, uh, unless you're high, high, high level. Yeah. Um. So you have to get like sponsors and stuff and like get and ask people for money and stuff like that. So like That's the game, to yeah. see people like go after her and like be sleazy and like business weirdness that way. It's very interesting. Oh, wow. um, stuff you don't even think about. Like and this, this person isn't even like professional. I don't know what the levels are in fucking figure skating, but like they weren't even to the Olympics yet. They weren't like at that they, level yet. They're getting they there. winning worlds or anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the tip of the iceberg starts when they're like 15, you know. And they have already had to be it in it for a decade, like wow. to even be to even, on track to do that sort of thing. Yeah. I so. wonder if there's a John Danaher hack for that. He makes people black belt world champions in five that's years. A, yeah, like that sort of thing. Like, like it makes is, me wonder. Is the training off? It makes me wonder, in like all sorts of other sports, like mm-hmm. what hacks there could be like football for instance like they have archaic a lot of them have archaic strength and conditioning programs still oh. you know what i mean yeah. like viciously like i'm surprised more people aren't in wheelchairs type shit sometimes like <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> rocco's back rocco yeah Rocco's. zooming um but just yeah kind of using like, like what hacks could be there you the know hacks, or you know, what functionality could that's be there, another thing i've been thinking about too is um not just the, the you know, I don't know the, the fantasy versus reality of culture and how fantasy can sometimes go way darker, way light. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But um, also the hacks. Of uh, I've been doing a lot more taekwondo training. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of reconnected with a bunch of different people, and um, people that are like really good with computers, right? Like mm-hmm. doing online stuff. So um, Stephen Lambden's been doing things on Zoom. And like he's got it to the point where every couple of weeks he's having like if you're like um on the secret list like i'm a i'm a platinum member or whatever i don't know there's your friends and you get like a this core group where he just goes over his stuff and 
he's refined the shit out of his training methods. Now this traces back to Tim Thackeray, which and Jason Hong, and which are like my generation of people. And it's all stuff we started doing because of like bullshit archaic training methods that we had to go through that we were trying to refine so we didn't get hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then all of us sort of went out and got educated in different ways. And now you're putting it back together. And now it's put back together, which I kind of had stepped away from a long time. So I'd put a bunch of it together, but then I just kind of stopped. I moved on to other things. And to see someone who kind of kept going. And it's all things I know, all things I can do. But it's all just, he put it into the the context of Taekwondo, but then also it's also morphed to the current rule set. Mm -hmm. And so there's just you know the, that's the, the evolution the, right? there's a there's a you know so it's almost like learning a new thing but it's not like i'm familiar enough with it but there's certain little changes in footwork there's certain little changes in methodology but then he throws in you know just, just like you're spitballing with someone else who's been in it like that yeah like, and i mean he was he's an olympian you know? yeah he's clearly uh you know he, he's been around long enough that he's meddled in every version of the sport since the 90s mm-hmm so he's seen all the changes and being able to consistently yeah. be on top throughout the changes yeah like. which is cool and so it's been really fun to just sort of revisit mm-hmm. that and sort of rebuild it in a more positive light of it's 100 percent under my control but it's also you know i'll learn it from a you know he's, just, he's a goofy taekwondo teacher like he's very much stephen lambden is very like he's just funny mm-hmm. but you know he's just a nice guy you know and um it's nice to just kind of have that again and then with all the training I'm doing with Dr. Han, oh my God, I gotta do that today. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so um, like, and then you know, then I'm doing all the jujitsu, and like I'm rebuilding things in a new way. So I'm getting to see like, you know, sort of a new version of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like you said, you're not doing things that are necessarily that different, but you're actually being able to like reapply them, and not like have like massive pressure. Of having to like make it work in competition like next week like yeah you get to just like play no with there's it. no pressure on it but then you know like i can take the pressure and see it in a different way yeah well now yeah. it's like fun yeah like well just being able to apply different lenses mm-hmm. that's been a huge thing for me yeah um the new lens and to take uh you know even this the even if the the negativity wasn't a fantasy to be able to sort of get rid of it Oh, that doesn't have to be the path. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Well, again, like, I was in my head. It's like, remember when Iron Man, like, blows up the image on, like, that oh, little yeah. thing, and he picks out the that. piece that he wants? It's sort yeah. of the same thing. Like, you're picking out the piece that you want from the bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you picking blow out it up, you stuff. pluck it out, you apply it to something better and new, like, mm-hmm. and you get rid of the bullshit. <laughs> plug it back in and... Psh, and it makes something new away. and beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. for you. That's mm-hmm. the thing with grappling, and you know, that's how I feel about grappling, is, like, somebody somewhere has done this before. Yep. I haven't. I haven't invented anything. I've discovered things for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like I've it developed truths for me, <laughs> yeah. and things that I can consistently convey to people. So like yeah. to see you and hopefully, and, and have seen it applied and it works for them too. And like that's how it starts to build. Yeah. You know, and like that's but, how you develop your own style. But yeah, just seeing the puzzle pieces for what they are, mm-hmm. and still being able to make your own picture out of someone else's picture mm-hmm. is very nice to be less locked into that. You know, the other thing I'm doing too is reading uh, Michael Bisping's biography. Oh yeah, yeah, you're telling me. Oh my God, you have to read chapter one. Yeah, oh, that dude's cool. Dude, it's so, just specifically to the conversation that we've had, there's a story in chapter one 
that I don't know. You may freak out and throw the book. That's funny. It's going to be hilarious. But it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry. It's not like it's funny. <laughs> not, not, a, not a dark one. No, it's it's actually a little bit dark. There's, I mean, but um, my sense of humor is a little dark. Experience so, yeah. that he had. Yeah, a hundred percent applies to your mindset on something. Is really <laughs> um, but he's about my age. He's like a year older than me. But his experience with his, you know, his teacher, uh-huh. air quotes word, air quotes word, right, right. of the absolute loyalty that his teacher wanted and shit, which is going to, like, it's going to come back and bite him at some point real bad. He kind of implies this. But I'm like, why does everyone my age have the same fucking experience? What the hell is with this sensei guru shit? Like, the mm-hmm. training's great. And made him yeah, like yeah, who yeah. he is, but like, who is this fucking guy? Yeah. And why do we all have? Why do we all have that fucking guy? Right. Why is that so prevalent? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I want to like write a book about that. I want to start interviewing people. And, yeah. Well, that and it's not just grappling. It's martial arts, and it's past that. It's you know like collegiate arts. sport. I mean, but like martial arts in my generation of people my age, that since it's such a common thread. Yeah, it is. No, and that's the thing. I know a lot of like karate dudes and taekwondo dudes who like that was it and they stopped and they have this very specific mindset that's very interesting like, mm-hmm. and i don't know the master syndrome yeah just nuts like what the fuck was that about why does that exist yeah like it was just it's weird to read because like at least that part of it especially was i'm like damn if they if you know 35ers were a thing back then i this could have been my life, mm-hmm. which sucks because that'd have been cool. Yeah, a lot of it would have been cool, but like a lot of it wouldn't have been cool. Yeah, that, that's the thing too. Like, yeah, ugh. a lot of it's still. It's my like, bitch ass yeah. would tried to drop the flyweight. I know it. <laughs> I know I would. Um, <laughs> die. <laughs> I'd be dead. Whoa. <laughs> that's, I mean, mm. a lot of it's a lot of the negative stuff is well, not necessarily on the back end either, but like. The fighting, obviously, like get beat up, get fucked up. You lost an eye, like you know. There's gonna tell be nobody. side wow. effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just um he just got his first knee injury, right before the final of, of the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, he tore a ligament in his knee, and the doctor's like, "You'll be fine." And he's funny because he's written it. He writes it in such a way that like, this is how I thought of it at the time, but you know it's about you know it's coming back, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, "You'll be fine," but in a you know. But in, 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 you know, in 20 years, he's like, I didn't pay attention to that part. I just need to be okay by nine o'clock on Friday. Right. <laughs> and, and like, you know, he's got a fake knee. Oh yeah. And he's probably going to have, like, I don't know if the other one's going to have to be replaced. He's been getting some too much injections into it, but, um, but yeah, like he, he wrote that, that if, if you have followed his career, you know, what's coming. And the cool thing about Michael Bisping is he laughs it off. He give a fuck. He's like, yeah, I asked for this. Oh yeah, like this is life. Okay, cool. This is what it is. And he doesn't <laughs> complain about it one bit. But he let you, like it's really funny. Just kind of implied, like I didn't pay attention to that part. And he's like, oh, it's gonna come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You can't escape it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to read. It's a good read, man. It's really funny. Yeah, like he's very self-deprecating, especially about how much of a dumbass he was when he was young. Like, even just did getting into the UFC just now, he's still, like, about pretty much how he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's really open about that and, like, very much making fun of himself the whole time. Oh, yeah. Which is um, really, it's very cool. I mean, really, at the end of the day, like, when you go through some weird, dark shit, I think that's all you can do, like, at a certain point. Like, yeah, I mean, he, at his point, like, 
what's he gonna do? He's a bitch about it. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like he said, he chose that path. That's what he's yeah, doing now. I mean, he's a great dude. commentator. He has a great life. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he's doing okay. Cut himself out the other way. So yeah, cool. Medical science is keeping pace with him. <laughs> yeah, uh, you see that picture of uh, TRT tour. TRT tour <laughs> by his bull, looking thick. Oh wow, man, to be that ripped. And how old is he? He's he's about my age. I was gonna say he's early forties, like forty-one or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's shredded. <laughs> and like to see, you know, TRT tour that knocked out Bisbing's eye, uh -huh. and then off to Uncle Vitor, and now he's back to TRT, TRT tour, tour Supreme. Yeah, <laughs> like what, man? Just ah. everything is like always trying to just get him back to the one form when he just started he and just muscled his... through everybody. Like <laughs> just destroyed people. He wants to be that form again. I mean, hey, yeah. if that's how you want to live, but I don't yeah. think you I don't know if you should be allowed to fight, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck, I don't know. I don't know. They I don't know to... his blood work. <laughs> I mean I don't know. Here's my thoughts on that. They just need to have a um the TRT League. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The TRT Heroes League. Yo, let Chuck and everyone just fight. Let in everyone there. just dope up and go. Yeah. You know, like why needs... can't it be like Japan back in like the early '90s when they were like they Pride, no were really like private, let, like really chose to leave all the steroid clauses out of contracts. They're like, <sighs> don't do steroids, but do steroids. It's morally <laughs> wrong, but very entertaining. It's also like we want. <laughs> monsters fighting each other <laughs> it was pride was monsters fighting each other and all it was. the time man and that's the thing they got like massive like pro wrestlers like insane pride was everything dude. Pro, uh, bob sap like you got these oh, God, massive bob. humans you can't you can't recreate that time man dude, wow. it was the fucking wild west it was the wild east oh. that was when you still saw, like saw fighters videos come like coming out of like their bare knuckle fights like they would go to other countries oh, just the underground the fights yeah, yeah like that was the shit like it was <laughs> people had to specify like you know what what part of the record was bare knuckles versus kickboxing versus MMA or unsanctioned or unsanctioned karate and yeah like it, I saw a sweet ass fight with I can't even remember the, his opponent but Chuck Liddell did a bare knuckle fight in Brazil oh, yeah. it was a sick fight yeah I know it was that sick fight. but that was fucking tight and then, like, I've seen a few with, like, Vanderlei, obviously. Like, <laughs> I would love to see. Um, I wish it would have been easy to take video back then of um, Shoot Fight. Of, yeah. Uh, shoot a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, their gym. Yeah. All the gym wars that killed everyone in that gym. Mauricio and like Shogun. Shogun. and Yeah, like, with Shogun and Vanderlei and all that. Like, those gym wars, the legendary gym wars. Yeah. They should bring out a series of that. Those were filmed. yeah. Those could be that could be a podcast in itself. Just like getting those dudes together, just to be like, so what shit went down? You can understand them. <laughs> yeah, They've yeah, all yeah. been hitting the head so many times. Yeah, marble mouth and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like looking, um, I'll always be like super engrossed in grappling. Like I always will be. It's your thing. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love striking though too, but then I also don't like the side effects of striking at all. <laughs> the older I get, the more sensitive I am to the side effects of striking. Yeah, and I'm like, because in my head, I'm like, like this is the time if you want to dip your head back into striking, do it. But I'm also like, this, don't. This like, go <laughs> MMA, we'll get you there. It's like you should or you shouldn't. I don't know. But also like, I like your brain. Like, I like my brain. <laughs> yeah. I only got my brain to a point where I like it. I kind of want to keep it there. <laughs> yeah, my brain's feeling okay. I don't slur my words too much anymore. I can remember most things. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I don't know. There's an MMA class during the kids' class right now. I've strongly considered trying. Right. I saw some people warming up for it and just kind of giggled. I'm like, I could yeah. jump right in there. <laughs> like, don't do it, dumbass. Come on, man. You can't get hit in the head anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, my fake eye might fly out. <laughs> like, that'd be bad. Hanging on by thread. It could get a wrinkle in it. That would suck. Yes, I would suck. Laser that shit. I got my eye flipped up the other day. Like, the eyelid Doesn't flipped up weird? and rolled That's over. So and, like, and, like, I had like, a gee run across it. Yeah. And like, ugh. It's terrible. Really yeah. So then I had to roll the rest of the rounds, my eyes closed and watering. And just oh, like, yeah. I'm just like, ah, like oh, I'm <laughs> fine. I finished the explosion. Just kill me. Yeah. yeah. Eye shit sucks. Yeah. No, nah, man. I forget that, like, my eyeball was rebuilt. Yeah. It's so beautiful now. Everyone's so clear. But I have to remind myself. Yeah. Gotta be careful with shit. Yeah, really. Hey, the toe's hurting, hurting bad today. Is it? Good. A good hurt? Oh, good. Yeah, it's like. Oh man, it's cool, but the hip affecting the hip. Like I felt the back cat, like the the back of my hip cavity on my left left side open up. You know, I'm sitting into it. I'm like, yes. Wait. Oh, my toe hurts so bad right now, but it's really working. I'm very happy. And like with like the coming back to the negativity of, or just not living in it, like. Mm -hmm. It's hard to recognize if you haven't lived it before. It's hard to recognize when you're in it. Mm -hmm. and, but there is there is a time, and I definitely I definitely got to this point where I was in it, and I could be separate from it. Yeah, but I, I almost you like had to, you had to live it for a while and realize it was bad. I had to question if I was like separating myself from it or like dissociating from it. Like, oh yeah, you know is, what I mean. Like yeah, the difference there. <clears throat> yeah, I was like consciously choosing to be like no this is this and this is that and like boundaries or if i was just like nah like <laughs> fucking yeah. just tuned it out like, i choose to tune it out which is yeah, definitely both yeah i think you start with dissociation and then you learn boundaries mm -hmm. but then you know if you're in with the master syndrome boundaries are tough like yeah you have your yeah. master it's very you weird you have to learn to you know and usually something weird has to happen was that something weird, something bad, or just something you realize is like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just what? like a red flag moment. Sort yeah, of. you have like that awakening moment. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah. why in the hell am I doing this? Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's like events that just like kind of start to culminate. And then they, you look back on them and you're like, oh, shit. That's just built. It was all red flag. What the fuck? Damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then there's all the positive stuff, too, that. You know, you get around positive people, and that builds too. And you have to like learn the difference, yeah, which is a weird thing because you think it's obvious. It's strange to be you like know. in an environment that brings the worst out of good people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you really get to like experience the worst side sometime of good people. You mm know, -hmm. and like a, a manufactured setting like that, like it, that wouldn't happen unless they were in this doing this at yeah. this time. Like true. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. It is an interesting, it's an interesting read. Yeah. 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 Uh, Martial arts are weird. <laughs> super weird, man. Super weird. But on the flip side, I think about all the positive, like, people that have influenced me and, like, even just the tiniest thing. That's more, like, that's the thing. It outweighs all the bullshit, all the positive stuff mm -hmm. does. Because, yeah, you just can't get 100% positive. Yeah. Like, it's just not, not going to happen. That's not how it works. Yeah. And so, you got to, like... My thing as a parent is I'm trying to figure out how to identify that early 
and then like teach my kid to be able to exist in it yeah yeah and get the positive and like be free of the negative and not get wrapped up mm-hmm. yeah yeah like for me like that's it's really been rooted in gratitude like i've had to and i even that backfires on it you. does though like that's the that, thing it's that's not master even, syndrome yeah yeah you should be grateful for me right and, then, and that's oh the thing you have to find for gratitude me. for like <laughs> that isn't a tied to to a person or like tied to an experience like that like mm-hmm. i found mm-hmm. gratitude and again like the basic the basic simple simplified things like mm-hmm. you know damn posture felt good today like you know little little things truth though yeah, my posture feels great today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, the, to be able to frame your gratitude as a personal thing mm-hmm. and not as expecting something from others or someone expecting something from you. Or, like, despite this horrible experience, I got these two great things out of it. I'm so glad for it. No, just like there's a way to have it and not have it be a balanced thing or mm-hmm. in spite of thing or, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, because, like, I used to be so cynical and shit. Like any type of like people be like, write down three things you're grateful about. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but then I just had to approach it my own way and kind of start to do it, uh, in a way that works for me. And that allowed me to get like creative with it, mm. creative with gratitude. And I think, yeah, just start to mess with it. Just again, out. like what, what are you personally grateful for? Like yeah. that fucking first sip of coffee, baby. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I find like, a pr- profound enjoyment and stuff like that. Oh, I love simple so, like, stuff like that, man. Simple and finding gratitude in that. Mm. And just wholehearted, like, I fucking love it. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That is no. my moment, you know, whatever. So Agreed. Yeah, I was um showing my neighbors the banana tree last night. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful experience to share. No one's ever seen a banana flower. Yeah. Oh no! What the at. fuck is this? What the hell? Like trying to explain it, and then like finding out that my one neighbor makes all kinds of great, um, like Greek food. She's like, "Can I have some of these grape leaves? I'm gonna, I make wrapped grape leaves. I'm like, you make those from scratch? She's like, you ever have them like at a restaurant, but never like from someone in the kitchen? I'm like, yeah, you can have all the grape leaves you want. Yeah. Like she makes really good baklava too. <sighs> oh, it's good. So like, oh, yeah, if I could live aside from chocolate, yeah, I could have. One thing forever would be baklava. Baklava's good. Dude. So good. It's tasty. So yeah, man, my neighbors are hooking me up with the foods. It's but, a good community trade, you know. Yeah, that's fun, man. But now I'm figuring out what to do with uh, the design for the throw deck. Is in. We can probably build it in two or three days. It's Whoops. gonna be nice. But then, um, like I've got to redo the beds. I'm gonna nice. leave the, the. I'm gonna put another bed over there. And leave it, and then I'm gonna turn both. Actually, the beds next to the banana tree. I'm gonna turn both those into grapes. Ah, is that other one like that? I just do experimental stuff in. It's so hit and miss. It's gonna be. It's going to grapes. And I might put a might put another one in. Do grapes and stall yeah. grapes. Yeah. So in making you stuff grape leaves, I'd put all this motherfucker with grapes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come grapes on, feed me. Yeah. <laughs> grapes are good. But yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna expand the gardens a bit. Throw decks going in soon. 14 days, baby. Then we're out. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. 14, two 14 weeks. 14 days. Then. Let's run with the buffalo. Yep. I've, we've packed virtually everything. We have, like, furniture and clothes left. That's it. Like, oh, right on. I can pack in 30 minutes and be out. Huh. Um, and you're a nomad at heart. Oh, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's always been, like, fun and fascinating to me. It should be, like, 
Yeah, I could leave in like ten minutes if I needed to. Like, I don't yeah. need this shit. Like, <laughs> I used to be like that, and then I got. I'm, I'm comfortable now, man. I I've, that's the thing. I've gotten like a couple <laughs> things that are like super nice that I'm like, I want a place for these, and like I want them to be nice and stay nice, and like yeah. a couple things like that. Not a lot, obviously, but like things that I haven't given a fuck about before and now i'm like ah oh, this is my thing and i want to take care of it and yeah have my domain to do so getting domesticated now buddy yeah like yeah well it's just like i wasn't ever like proud of where i lived or anything it's just yeah. a place with a roof you know it's yeah. like four walls and a roof yeah but now i'm like oh shit i like this place i could ha have friends over if i wanted to like yeah i could have people come over and like yeah no that is a that's, that's an interesting switch in life mm-hmm that you're hitting kind of early like i don't know maybe you're hitting it on time i just hit it late I don't know, man. like i've only recently started to feel that way since we moved into this house mm -hmm. but in the past couple years where i've really started to get it like put my put my stamp on it mm -hmm. you know i got the gym in place the backyard is really bumping now mm -hmm. like it's starting to become my home it's like your spot your, now it's yeah, my yeah, spot yeah. yeah like now i'm happy about it yeah that's the thing i've never felt like in, in an apartment or anything like yeah it's my fucking zone it's like yeah this is this is a yeah. place like <laughs> got a bed i sleep but here occasionally I, yeah exactly <laughs> but like, to this one it already feels like it's fuck yeah Filling like yeah up. yeah yeah that's cool so that's cool very grateful for something simple like that definitely you man. Know, a place that i don't even have yet necessarily but like i know mentally make it live up to yeah. the imagination <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but you just gotta yeah. live up now you've created it exactly you don't want to have to mourn that version yeah yeah, yeah you're right no. Um, but I think they finished the building and stuff. So like, that's the thing. It's a brand new building. Oh, wow. No one's lived in it prior. So like, yeah. freshly our space. That's nice. Um, so again, yeah, another reason to like make it around. That's probably another reason I haven't felt at home because I'm like, ah, ten billion people have lived here. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah. This is a brand new building. This is brand new shit. You know, I haven't had. That's the thing. I haven't had like nice shit like that. Like nice. Nice. apartments or anything like, i don't know dude you should start just buying it all up yeah and make it cheney towers dude uh, wood uh, i would well get some money we'll see i'm gonna start somewhere uh, i'll yeah. be an investor cheney yeah. towers cheney towers on like a that type of land it's beautiful out there like it's just so quiet too like quiet's nice dude yeah yeah i can't help but like connect any type of like country training facility to cut the fox catcher to be like someone's gonna get shot like damn it <laughs> yeah. it's gonna get really ruined. ruin that fantasy for me that's funny because <clears throat> like everything about that like training wise was so like serene and perfect and then it just got ruined by some dramatic bullshit oh well there you go that's the thing man someone didn't keep their drama on television <laughs> yeah god damn it brought it into the real world brought it into the real world and then messed it all up killed one of the best american wrestlers ever truth <clears throat> oh, jealousy is an evil beast, man. Yeah. You. And cocaine. And he cocaine. did a lot of cocaine. Cocaine will do it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy. Cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug. It is indeed. <laughs> um, but damn, the breeze is nice today. Mm -hmm. It's been so humid all week. That smells it's good. Not bad. Shade. This is the spot in the morning, man. Because it's just shady. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if we go over to where the throw deck will be, it's hot as balls. But um. Again, let's go back to the beginning. Spot. Yeah. You want the train in the heat. Yep. Now the only the only uh, thing though is the um with the sun, training in the heat, but training on the heat, right, is not necessarily something I want. Different story. <laughs> Being thrown into lava. The lava mat is not a 
Not a, not a, yeah, one of those like retractable place. awnings or something. It like zips out. Or... <laughs> Strongly thinking about it. We'll, cool. see, we'll see what happens. That'd be sick. Yeah. Remember, I do have a wife right. who um, has much, uh, I don't know, um, better taste than me sometimes. I don't know. I wouldn't say better. She can't match colors for shit. But um, <laughs> she's, she's the limiting factor here as far as like, I would turn that up. What I want to do over there versus what can happen. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you There's know, a compromise in she, there. She brings reality to the game. Yeah. That's the compromise. It's not that, um, like, do this, do that. It's this is what will actually not, happen. That's, that's not possible or affordable. Yeah. yeah. Run the, let me give you some numbers. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, just get yeah. you in the realm of what's happening. Yeah. That's good. I'm the imagination guy. She, she, she actually brings you. it into reality. Good. <laughs> yeah. That's a good balance. It's <laughs> just really funny. Right, uh, uh, Brooke sort of does the same in terms of like I'll do it um, as simply efficient and as direct as possible, and she'll put detail to it. Yeah. Not I'll put like bare bones to it, like this is functional. This is what I got. Yeah. And she'll put something, uh, put something nice to it. You know. Yeah. That's part of the female touch. You know, it's brilliant. Uh, I would. I don't know. Two point female. My wife isn't. Um, typically female in any way but um she will in this is really weird she will encourage me to spend money <laughs> all right so does the same. but like I'm, I'm the type of person that i would just build it myself and it'll be cheap but functional yeah but she's like you know you could literally spend twice as much money which still isn't that much and get this really nice thing and then it can be like a treat and for it can you be like and, yeah. like last and be real and right right like um when i got those yes, plyo boxes like I wasn't gonna do it because it was four hundred dollars shipping and handling, even though the plyo boxes were three seventy five a piece, three dollars and seventy five cents a piece, and I was like, "That's insane, honey." Convince me to buy this. This is amazing. And she looked at it and she goes, "How many are you getting?" And I kind of get. I did. I'd like. I should have gotten two twelves. I keep thinking about that. I only got one twelve inch, and I'm like, "But um, I gave I gave her the layout." And she's like. It's four hundred and twenty dollars. Do it, dude. Just do it. Like that's amazing. That's particularly one of those forever. Original prices, like yeah. the original price of something like that. Like yeah. And so not. Like, <laughs> she, she made me get it. Like basically, she's like, "No, you're buying that. You're gonna regret that the rest of your life if you don't." That's amazing, and I use them all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the funny balance. So I'm gonna see how Mr. Miyagi I can get that corner. Yeah. Like I might redo the siding on the house over there. You'll find it. But um, maybe. <laughs> something to it man something there but i mean um, that's if even if you make it like multifaceted to make it function around that well, too like it's all on the cell man you yeah. know um since we've been planning that trip to japan which mm -hmm. i don't know when's gonna happen now um you know family's got real obsessed with japanese stuff which is cool because like you know my wife now makes japanese food all the time because she's a very picky eater and now she's expanded her palate like considerably Japanese, which is very, very cool. cool right but she's all like into that sort of vibe mm -hmm. so from a design standpoint i can uh, be like this could need. be the japanese corner of the home and maybe just maybe 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 we can work it i'll see what i can do but just i'm push deeper into that i'm going fantasy <laughs> yeah 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 this backyard like it's gonna be fantasy land that's you know that's just what I'm trying to do. I guess, I don't, yeah, I guess like people's houses, there a lot of people's houses don't like reflect 
home or comfort or like functionality either. They don't function. They have yeah. like nice furniture and the nice room up front or like not you don't go yeah, in that room or like the dining room. You don't go like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, but yeah, your idea of function is yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Like what do you need to function for? Yeah. Yeah. But then you can also have fun and be like, well, how many functions can I make this have? Like, I yeah. mean, this could yeah. be a patio, a throw deck, a thing, like a yeah, exactly. dance fucking studio, whatever. Like, uh, which it'll be all those things. Do all the shit. Once it, once it goes in, for sure. You know? That's the thing. It's like, how do you, how can you utilize space? Yeah. And to just do it and be like, I live here and I, I, it's my spot. Yeah. You know, and, and like, I don't have to leave if I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's a, yeah, that's an interesting, interesting um, way to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited. Yeah, it's cool. But it's very cool. Plans are in, man. Mm. Coffee was good today, bro. It was good. Yeah, four hands roastery in Lancaster, baby. Get that local. Get local stuff. It's the best. Where'd you pick that one up? Mm. You order it. Send it to us. Send it to us. Yeah, they asked us. They, they contacted bomb. us. We're like, can we send you some stuff? get some people on the cast from there mm-hmm. yeah we gotta have them on the cast i, I really like them listening to like roasteries just talk about coffee the some of the inner you know inside baseball shit like it's fun super man. cool yeah. you know i'm talking to a dude right now in australia <clears throat> um fight dietitian who i think is like dan hooker's dietitian and <laughs> stuff cool guy but he just realized i'm from the states i kind of had forgotten to mention it so i asked him to be on the podcast and I was like, "What time zone? What time zone are you in, mate?" And he's like, "I think he was in like Aussie East, yeah, is like A A U East." And I'm like, "Oh damn, 10 a.m. here is 2 a.m. there the next day. <laughs> <laughs> They're like 14 hours ahead." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you in the states, mate?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I'm in Ohio." Cross. I'm waiting for him to get back to me on that. He's like, <laughs> "So I just um." I just bought something off of him. He has oh, yeah. A, yeah, this cool. I don't know what all it entails, but it's it, for like at least just this poster of uh, weight cutting, <laughs> and it has like all the weight divisions. It has like if you weigh this much, you know, minimum calories you can take and live, and it has like all this stuff. I'll show it to you. It's, That's sweet. It's really, really good. And he's a like he has a podcast. It's freaking awesome. It's a, I mean, super informative, like really well done. Mm. And I was just like, you know, I was like, shit, I'm just going to talk to them. Uh, <laughs> I'm like but, Instagram and stuff. Like, you can reach out to people. That's been the beauty of Instagram, man. But uh, yeah, that's going to be super cool. But I'll show you, I'll show you the, um, I'll show you this, the, like the poster. It's really cool. Yeah. Very, very useful. And, um, yeah, I like just his thoughts on like weight cutting and percentage of body weight and how he approaches it, and um, just the people that he's had on so far this this season in his podcast. It's all about um, just diet and weight. Mm-hmm. It's like a themed season. It's been really neat. That's badass. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Weight stuff. sports. We're gonna figure They're that out. They're fun. <laughs> that is something people just don't understand, man. When your weight matters. Like ball sports, people just don't get it because they think, oh, I don't want to be like too heavy or too light for my sport. And they're like, what about for your division? Yep. <laughs> What's your reach? Can you use it? Yeah. <laughs> or do yeah. you have to go down? Because there's so many other tools. Oh, like... that, before, before we're done, I got to tell this story about Stephen Landon. So he's a heavyweight. He's kind of a short heavyweight though, right? 
And he said once, sometime in the early 2000s, he was on, he was on national team. I don't know if he was – I think he – and uh, one coach was like, you got to go down to middleweight. He's like, why? He's like, because it'll be a cold day in hell before you medal at heavyweight. And he's like, the day I made the Olympic team was down in um, the, the town was basically – like basically translates to hot water Mexico. He's like, it snowed. It snowed <laughs> for the first time in 63 years in hot water Mexico. And he was like, I'm making the Olympic team today, motherfucker. He's like, today. <laughs> and he was like, it was the greatest thing ever. That's like, fucking off. And he went and made it because it was a cold day now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it was so cool. Ah, and like, what more of a sign is there for that? No, you know? it's like, that's perfection. Like, yeah. You walk outside, you're there, it's snowing. I would just. Oh, He's yeah. like, yep. Game time, baby. Conquering the world today. Yeah, and he did it. That's when he made the Olympics. Yeah. That's insane. That's a funny story. It's a great, That's yeah. Nice. But he was talking about how, like, you Enjoyable. know, weight divisions aren't necessarily the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Like, okay, you can be short and still be successful. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Taekwondo, I don't know, but, like, jiu-jitsu for sure. I mean, you can definitely oh, get a for sure, different story. Taekwondo is Heavyweight is different, but, like. Ideally, it's a different beast. Like, yeah, me, yeah. I'm a perfect flyweight. I'm a 25er. What would, what would I I'm, a, I'm an average, height-wise, I'm an average bantamweight as far as internationally goes. U.S., I'm awesome. Yeah. I'm fucking huge and amazing, but, like, perfect body type. You, I mean, you're featherweight at best. Yeah. Oh. Heavyweight, dude. Yeah, but, like, ain't, 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 ain't. <laughs> I get kicked once no, I die. Yeah, it's not that bad. I used to train with heavyweights. You can learn. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but then you take a dude like Tony Graff, who's not much taller than you, and he's meddled in ev literally every weight division. Yeah. Yeah, but he was a badass heavyweight. He knocked the shit out of people. They just get flexible, you yeah. know, keep people in face. But he was a bad motherfucker, and he was short. You know, it's just you know, learn how to use what you got. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, use your strengths. Use your advantages. Mm -hmm. Everything's a strength if you know how to use it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like people don't take the time to like figure out like how to make it into something functional. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do that. Succeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, it's probably about all right, time, man. man. We about done. Yeah, hey, cool. head out and teach soon. Oh yeah. All right, y'all. Right, Keep your coffee regular. She's soon, everybody. <laughs>